Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Wednesday, the 25th day in January of 2023. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through, hopefully, the half point of your work week. We're going to get started with Microsoft. If you are a 365 user, meaning if you use either Outlook for email or Word or Power Buy or any of the other Microsoft suite of products, you may have in the last 24 hours had a huge issue accessing much of your data. This seems to be more heavily impacting users of Microsoft Azure. And it's a configuration issue. Microsoft came out uh, with a tweet and said that they are addressing the issue, which they attribute not to a cyber attack, but a network configuration issue, which is causing some timeouts. So if you try to, for example, access Microsoft's Azure status page, you will probably see a 504 gateway timeout instead of the data you need. And this can be one of the pitfalls of having all of your communications and work-related applications under one vendor, that if they have an outage, you may be stuck with an inability to work in a variety of ways. So bottom line, Microsoft has an outage and you may be impacted. It isn't an attack and it should be resolved soon. Something that hasn't been resolved in any kind of quick manner is Chinese state-sponsored cyber espionage. In a latest report, researchers are attributing a series of attacks targeting East Asia to a likely Chinese-speaking and aligned state actor. They're calling it DragonSpark. And the DragonSpark is because the tool that was observed during these attacks is known as SparkRat. The rat meaning remote access trojan. Now, SparkRat's interesting, and the reason we're talking about it is because not only do we see Chinese cyber threat actors targeting East Asia, targeting Southeast Asia, in attacks that seem to align with Beijing's political goals, but we also see them using a particular suite of tools across a lot of those language and geographic actor components. And the use of SparkRat's intriguing because it actually is rather sophisticated, modular. We're likely to see it for the future given that it's effective. And it's effective because it can bypass some detections by the use of the Golang programming language. And it allows it to bypass some security restrictions, meaning there's a higher chance of success and a lower chance that someone's going to know that DragonSpark is in their network. What you need to know is that nation states like China and others continue their cyber espionage campaigns and they continue to grow their cyber force. And that's where we're going to go next to North Korea, who also has a cyber program that is directed by the nation, specifically their military. And North Korean cyber activity is really interesting because their objectives have historically been less about espionage and more about gaining cryptocurrency or other funds for the North Korean regime, who can't engage the world economy because of their national status. Um, and this is actually really intriguing because over time we've seen North Korea's cyber program expand beyond just stealing cryptocurrency, for example. We saw some cyber espionage. We saw some targeting of 
cybersecurity researchers to enable their activities, which do include still targeting cryptocurrency, but again have grown into cyber espionage. And historically, they really only go after the kinds of accounts related to cryptocurrency or to, for example, LinkedIn, where they target some cybersecurity researchers. But now researchers are saying that they've seen North Korean actors tracked as TA, TA for Threat Actor, 444. Um, Microsoft tracks these as Karpinikim, um, and you may also see this group reported as Stardust Kolima. Now, regardless of what you're calling them, what's interesting about this activity is that there is a bigger focus by the group as of late to simply harvest all credentials across a number of industry verticals, meaning that they are expanding their strategy to be more inclusive of potential targets, bringing them more in line with your United States, Russia's, China's of the world in terms of their cyber espionage capability and the complexity of their cyber operations. So, bottom line, North Korea upping their cyber game. At least one group is now targeting a wide variety of verticals, suggesting an emphasis on more strategic cyber goals. We're going to end today not on threat actors, but on technology. Many of you may have heard the news of ChatGPT, which is an AI-powered chatbot, essentially. And artificial intelligence, AI, is has been alarming to many for some time. With films such as Eagle Eye <laughs> prophesizing that AI may end up taking over the world one day. Uh, ChatGPT is not quite there, but it is ringing some alarm bells. Uh, ChatGPT, uh, which is operated by a firm known as OpenAI, also runs something called DALL-E. So while Chatbot, you can prompt to say create a short story. Um, Dolly allows you to prompt the artificial intelligence to create very stunning lifelike art and images. And when you add these together, there are some real-world implications. The first implication is that students have been prompting ChatGPT in a way that allows ChatGPT to output educational papers. And in one case, there was an exam uh, at Wharton University where the um, chatbot a, uh, GPT was able to produce passing grade papers, which is substantial because essentially educational um, institutions now have to worry about whether or not their students are simply using AI to pass classes instead of learning. Um, it's akin to cheating, depending on who you ask. Uh, some will tell you that ChatGPT is simply a more efficient way to do what you would do anyways. You still have to look at it, screen it, check for grammar, uh, look at the sourcing, and it makes it more efficient because you don't have to take the time to put the thoughts on paper. You just have to prompt uh, a system to do it for you, and then you can read, review, and learn instead of worrying about all the processing and all of the syntax, etc., there's uh, certainly a debate to be had, uh, depending on uh, who you are. You have feels one way or the other. Um, but what you need to know is that technology is more pervasive. ChatGPT has some significant implications, and those are surely to come under scrutiny, whether that's cheating or whether some firms can use this as a way to increase efficiency. Um, there's also concern that it could take human jobs, but ChatGPT still currently has some hindrances that you should know about. 
Number one, ChatGPT is not current. In other words, it doesn't know about everything in this year. OpenAI uh, says that they have limited ChatGPT's, quote, knowledge to uh, a few years prior. So it doesn't have the zeitgeist of the time. It would have a difficult time uh, understanding cultural references, for example, that have occurred in the last year to six months. And those can be critical uh, in things like writing a news article, for example. And so in the short term, at least, ChatGPT isn't coming for your job. It can, in some cases, make your job far easier if you use it correctly and not as the only tool and not without review. So you have to be responsible for being the human component. Otherwise, you are helping stoke fears that this is coming for everyone's job. And that might be true in the future. But again, as of now, there are some limitations. It is a powerful tool. I encourage you to educate yourself, to play with it, to understand those intricacies so that you can be better informed and perhaps less fearful of what is a very powerful piece of technology. That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding Wednesday. We'll see you bright and early tomorrow on Thursday. Until then, stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the cap goes to a professor at Carnegie Mellon University. Christoph Matajazuski is getting a sincere tip of the cap for his recent award of the National Academy of Sciences Chemical Sciences Award. He received this award for his outstanding pioneering and drive in chemistry where he's recognized for discovering and developing atom transfer radical polymerization, which is a mouthful, but it uh, can be condensed to ATRP. Now, ATRP is critical because it can be used to produce a wide range of materials that have environmental, commercial, and even medical applications. And so for making the world a better place through chemistry, A sincere tip of the cap, and please keep on sciencing.